Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Come Follow Me Today, a brief message to help us experience an additional spiritual moment in our otherwise complicated lives. My name is Caleb Sanford, and thank you for joining me as we accept Christ's invitation to follow him today. For those of you new to the show, we're studying the Book of Mormon, another testament of Jesus Christ, loosely following the study curriculum of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And today we're going to be in Mormon chapters 7 to 9. Well, we're starting to wrap things up here with the Book of Mormon. It's almost over. The Nephites have been wiped out. Mormon is about to give his last words before being killed by the Lamanites, leaving only his son Moroni, the last of the Nephites, to write a few of his thoughts to finish the record, and then bury these metal plates that they've been etching on into the ground. In the year 1820, some 1400 years later, God will call Joseph Smith to be a prophet to the world and will show him where to find these writings, which Joseph will then translate into English through the power of God and publish as the Book of Mormon that we hold in our hands today. All right, so what's the point? Why have we spent the last year reading this book? Why have I spent all these hours preparing over 90 episodes of this podcast, and you've spent your valuable time listening to it? In Mormon's final days, he summarizes the purpose of these scriptures. Given that he's in the middle of a massive battle, he cuts straight to the point. Quote, Know ye that ye must come to the knowledge of your fathers, and repent of all your sins and iniquities, and believe in Jesus Christ, that he is the Son of God, and by the power of the Father he has risen again, whereby he hath gained the victory over the grave. And also in him is the sting of death swallowed up, and he bringeth to pass the resurrection of the dead whereby man must be raised to stand before his judgment seat. And he hath brought to pass the redemption of the world, whereby he that is found guiltless before him at the judgment day hath it given unto him to dwell in the presence of God in his kingdom, to sing ceaseless praises with the choirs above, unto the Father and unto the Son and unto the Holy Ghost, in a state of happiness which hath no end. Therefore repent and be baptized in the name of Jesus, and lay hold upon the gospel of Christ, which shall be set before you, not only in this record, but also in the record which shall come unto the Gentiles from the Jews, which record shall come from the Gentiles unto you. For behold, this is written for the intent that ye may believe that. And if ye believe that, ye will believe this also. And if ye believe this, ye will know concerning your fathers, and also the marvelous works which were wrought by the power of God among them." End quote. The purpose of the Book of Mormon is to convince us of the divinity of Jesus Christ, that he is our Savior and has redeemed us from death. The path to happiness is through the gospel of Christ. The path to redemption is through the gospel of Christ. The Book of Mormon will convince us of the truth of the Bible and vice versa. Quote, Therefore repent and be baptized in the name of Jesus and lay hold upon the gospel of Christ. End quote. That's it. Mormon, the person who compiled the Book of Mormon that we're reading today from the records written by prophets over the course of a thousand years, then takes a critical wound in the war and seals his testimony of Jesus Christ with his blood. Well, it's been an interesting election week this week, hasn't it? And I've been thinking a lot about Mormon's final thought to us, to quote, lay hold upon the gospel of Christ, and how we can relate this concept to what's happening in our country right now. 
If we go back a few hundred years, we can see how the Nephites, who actually witnessed the coming of Jesus, were able to lay hold upon the gospel of Christ. Quote, And it came to pass in the thirty and sixth year, the people were all converted unto the Lord, upon all the face of the land, both Nephites and Lamanites. And there were no contentions and disputations among them. And every man did deal justly one with another. And they had all things common among them. Therefore, there were not rich and poor, bond and free, but they were all made free and partakers of the heavenly gift. And it came to pass that there was no contention among all the people in all the land, but there were mighty miracles wrought among the disciples of Jesus, End quote. Our new president-elect, Joe Biden, said the following in his victory speech this week, quote, I don't see red states or blue states, but only United States, End quote. Whether you want to believe in Joe Biden or not, he's trying to cast a vision of a society similar to the one that the Nephites were able to set up. Quote, and it came to pass that there was no contention among all the people in all the land. End quote. But how did the Nephites pull this off? It's one thing to cast the vision and have the desire to live in a world without the kind of contention and polarization that we see today. But it's an entirely different matter to actually accomplish that. So how did the Nephites do it? Quote, and it came to pass that there was no contention in the land because of the love of God, which did dwell in the hearts of the people. End quote. Because of the love of God, which did dwell in the hearts of the people. In his victory speech, President-elect Biden said, quote, let this grim era of demonization in America begin to end here and now. Refusal of Democrats and Republicans to cooperate with one another is not some mysterious force beyond our control. It is a decision, a choice we make. If we decide not to cooperate, we can decide to cooperate, end quote. This is the choice we all have to make. Again, whether you're happy with the outcome of this election or not, whether you believe in Joe Biden's ability to lead our nation or not, it's still our choice of how we treat each other. Because of the light of Christ that lives in us all, because of the love of God that we hold in our hearts, we can make the choice to treat everyone with kindness, respect, and love. Even those whose political, social, or religious views may seem very different than ours. Quote, It is time to put away the harsh rhetoric, lower the temperature, see each other again, listen to each other again, and to make progress. We have to stop treating our opponents as an enemy. They are not our enemies. They are Americans. The Bible tells us to everything there is a season, a time to build, a time to reap, and a time to sow, and a time to heal. This is the time to heal in America. End quote. I include this quote from Biden's victory speech not to advocate for or against him as a candidate, but rather to make the point that the Nephites had to make this same decision. Their society was torn apart by contention, pride, wealth, race, and all the same issues that face us today. And yet, they pulled it together. They became a happy nation. They learned to respect each other, be kind to each other, love each other. Now, eventually that society decayed into civil unrest again, resulting in the destruction of an entire nation. But the Nephites demonstrated that building a peaceful, happy society was at least possible. You and I can make this happen today. 
We can put down our phones and stop tweeting combative statements that fuel the fires of contention in our country. We can learn to listen to each other and try to understand why people believe and feel the way they do. We can learn to find common ground with each other. And most of all, we can learn to see each other, everyone, as the special son or daughter of God that they are. Whether Democrat or Republican, black or white, male or female, rich or poor, our Father in Heaven loves us all. And as you and I strive to accept our Savior's invitation to follow Him today, we can learn to love each other for the same reason that God loves us. We are all part of the same divine heavenly family. Thank you for listening today, and I'll see you next time.